This is Meredith For Real, The Curious Introvert, and I'm Meredith. I explore the questions people think but don't ask out loud, either because they're taboo or thanks to cultural hypnosis. My mission, and yours if you choose to accept it, is to inspire curiosity by exploring the nuance and paradox of our world. Each episode is different, so bring your ADD and your earbuds and have a look around. Hey there, Meredith for Real enthusiasts. It's Natasha Miller from the Fascinating Entrepreneurs Podcast, where I talk to successful entrepreneurs about how they came to entrepreneurship, what their greatest challenges are, and what their number one strategy for growth is. If you're an entrepreneur or have always been thinking about owning your own business, check out the Fascinating Entrepreneur Podcast. You are listening to Meredith for Real. Here's your host, my new friend and very curious introvert, Meredith Edwards. Hey, Curiositors, it's me, Meredith. If you're an outgoing introvert, this episode is for you. We outgoing introverts are often told we've miscategorized ourselves and that we're just being a bummer when we don't want to go out or meet up because we'd rather stay in. And this is a solo episode, by the way, of me talking with you, which if you're a repeat listener, you already know these solo episodes are pretty rare. And uh, thank you, by the way, for being a loyal listener. Some of you have been listening since the beginning. You know who you are, and it means a lot, truly. And if you're new here, welcome. I started this podcast to inspire people to choose curiosity over judgment and break out of their algorithm bubble. There's no specific order to listen to episodes, and at the end of each episode, I offer a next episode suggestion of, you know, if you liked this, you might like that sort of thing. So have a look around and just hit play on whatever grabs your attention. Oh, and you might have noticed some guest intros lately. These are pod pals of mine who have podcasts that you might enjoy, so don't be shy to visit them too. I only do intro swaps with shows I genuinely feel that you might like. All right, enjoy today's episode. As you know, I frequently feature paradoxical people on my show. The atheist doctor who studies near-death experiences, the happily married couple who are also swingers. And then there's me, an outgoing and obviously very curious introvert. We outgoing introverts are frequently misunderstood and even by ourselves. And if that's you, I'm going to share some pretty practical strategies to help prevent huge peaks and dips in energy and find more flow in your day-to-day life. A lot of people feel introvert is opposite of outgoing, but it's really about how you gain and lose energy. So here are some quick questions for self-assessment. Do you feel energized or drained when you spend two hours at the mall? How do you feel after a networking event? Is that an energy gain or energy loss? What about back-to-back Zoom meetings, neighborhood barbecues, office chit-chat? If you feel like you'd benefit from recovery after any of those events, you're probably somewhere on the introvert spectrum. And you might be saying, yeah, that's just like me. It's a huge bummer. But actually, introverts have superpowers that the world needs. We're usually great listeners, good writers, excellent observers, loyal friends, and 
great performers, Steve Martin, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Amy Schumer, all introverts. But because introvert has been used as a word to describe shy or awkward people for so long, we are sort of undercover and it's become a real challenge to explain to others why you'd rather eat lunch in your car watching YouTube than go out to lunch with everyone else after back-to-back meetings in the office. And when you say to your coworkers, well, you know, it's because I'm really an introvert, they'll cut you off and say, no way, man, don't be so hard on yourself. If you dare to educate them beyond that, they will insist that you're too outgoing to be an introvert. And it can be exhausting, especially when as an introvert, you already live in a world set up for extroverts, you know, like group projects at school, desks put together at work, networking events to grow your business. So I want to offer you some practical tips for my extroverted introverts out there. And really, these are energy tips, because if you're an introvert, your greatest fear may be catastrophic loss of energy resources, like just a total collapse. It actually happened to me once as a teenager. I also have what my husband likes to joke is a clinical amount of FOMO. And this is a tragic trait when combined with the need to be alone and in fact miss out on things in order to refuel. I was a teenager on vacation with my family and um, we were pulling out of the driveway, planning on to go to another activity And I just started to cry. And it felt a little like hyperventilating, actually. I said, I just want to stay home. My confused parents said, okay, and I did. I felt so much better having the place to myself for a few hours. But you know, as a teen, you're learning yourself. So that's actually my first tip. Know yourself. So many of us operate on automatic without really checking in on how we're feeling. And if words are hard for you, try a number system, one being catastrophic depletion of energy and 10 being fired up and ready to go. And then ask yourself the simple question after doing something, did that give or take energy? And I say ask after, because if you're like me, you'll dread even the best of plans and secretly hope that it all cancels so you can watch true crime while taking a hot bath. (laughs) That may or may not be a real example. You can ask yourself the give or take energy question after interacting with people too. This will help you dial in what certain relationships are on the energy scale. And because here's the thing about outgoing introverts, we have terrible pressure that we put on ourselves to be on. So if you notice that you don't feel that pressure with a certain person, try to figure out why. For me, This has really allowed me to relax in situations that would be otherwise excessively draining. I can be myself, which still might include jokes and cutting up, but with less of a feeling of having to be on. And since the process of settling into yourself is a process, it's important to have a few people in your life that you can be yourself with. That way, not everyone in your world is life draining. Hey, Curiositors, just a quick pause to show gratitude to our sponsors and give you some special deals. If trash TV leaves you feeling drained and you want to support creators like yours truly, check out StreamOko. You can search shows by your mood and even, you know, watch my show, The Curious Introvert. For every $3.99 subscription, they give away a dollar for good and support their creators like your girl. Find my affiliate link in the episode description or the bio link in my Instagram account, Stream Moco, the streaming network that gives a damn. 
Listen, if the last two years have given you a chronic eye twitch, you should consider trying medical marijuana. I highly recommend it. See what I did there? There's lots of ways for it to help you. So if you have questions and if you're the least bit curious, Google Empathic Practice Pensacola. It's the most non-intimidating way to get your medical card in Florida. Their in-house doctor and holistic support make them the easy choice. Empathicpractice.us. If you've got backyard barbecue plans for 2022, but mosquitoes are not invited, I recommend Insect. I've been using their pest control service for several years now. They have a certified mosquito identification specialist on staff, and pollinator care is always top of mind. If you live in the Florida Panhandle or the Gulf Coast of Alabama, give them a call, ensec.net. The UWF Historic Trust. We shoot the show at the Pensacola Museum of History. It not only houses exhibits of lesser-known Pensacola history, it's an event space too. So if you need a unique space in downtown Pensacola for a fundraiser, networking event, or a corporate party, take a look at historicpensacola.org. And if you want to tour one of the 12 museums, get your tickets in person so you can show the agent one of my emails and get $2 off an adult ticket. Get emails by texting REAL to 66866. Now back to the show. My second tip is to plug the energy leaks. By being in the habit of asking, is this giving or taking energy, you'll start to map out where your leaks are and they will be specific and very unique to you, but... Here are some I think a lot of introverts struggle with. The first one is social media. It's just stimulus overload. It's people overload. And worse yet, it's not really real. A lot of introverts crave authenticity. So you can be on social media, but maybe set a timer or maybe set an appointment in your calendar to interact with it. I also find that not being on your phone at stoplights is strangely energizing. There's something about just gazing at your neighbor and looking around. It's some sort of weird suburban solace, and I'll take it. <laughs> also, not using your phone while you're watching TV. I don't even have my phone by my bedstand. It's one of my favorite things to go to bed with just a battery-operated alarm clock. The point is, if you don't want to have people talk at you in real life during every waking moment of your life, why would you let them do that online? Give your introvert brain the quiet space it craves and recharge for real. The second thing is saying yes when you mean no. It's another big energy leak. And it's a tough one because like I said, we live in a world set up for extroverts. If you work in an office, everyone may want to go to lunch together. But if you're like me, a quiet solo lunch is the best thing ever. Treasured ritual. This is where your calendar can be your gatekeeper and your thermometer. Before saying yes to a social event, I will look at my calendar and see how many other people things I've committed to that week. And if it looks like a lot on paper, it's a lot. So how do I decline? I'll just say, hey, I can't this week, but what about next week? Or, you know, whatever alternative date has fewer energy obligations. And the reason that I think this has been so helpful for me as an outgoing introvert is because I actually do feel fulfillment from people. I like them. You know, they're weird and mysterious and funny and insightful. And if you're an outgoing introvert, people like to be around you too. So you may get a lot of requests to hang out or go to things often. 
the calendar thermometer is seriously the best tip to keep your energy in balance. The third and the last tip is to recharge for real. What really makes you feel refreshed? Is it having the house to yourself and binging on a show, reorganizing a closet or painting, going on a solo hike, maybe one-on-one time with your favorite person? Whatever it is, schedule time to do it. I know, again with the calendar, but if it's not on the calendar, we all know it's not happening. If these tips are a radical turn from how you normally operate, but you would like to start trying them, let your people know. You know, like your work people and your home people, your people. Call it a late New Year's resolution. Don't even bother trying to explain the whole outgoing introvert thing. Just let them know you're going to be scheduling some you time and it might get weird. In fact, that's actually my favorite non-segue segue. This might be weird, but it's my favorite line and it works for just about everything. Well, I hope that this is a relief for you. I hope that you feel now that you hold some kind of golden ticket permission slip for solo lunches and staying in. But the world does need you because we introverts have a lot to bring to the table. And for the outgoing introverts, we also have stuff to say. So know yourself, plug your leaks, and charge up, my friends. Thanks for listening. If you've loved a couple episodes of this show, help make it more visible to others by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Just share where you're listening from and why you liked a certain episode. And if you liked this episode, you will also like the one I did about how to network as an introvert, 10 tips to hate it less, episode 104. Stay tuned next week when I talk with an author about the history of the five-day work week and why Thursday is the new Friday. Talk to you then.